This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett. On this episode, a California psychic medium blows the whistle on mind control and the Illuminati in Hollywood. If they want to get you, there's something they give you that just shuts your heart down. So it looks like you've had a heart attack, but you haven't had a heart attack. You've been poisoned, but they can't trace it. This podcast is supported by Paranormal Contractors. If you have unwanted paranormal activity in your home or business, you need to call in the professionals. Paranormal Contractors, 1-866-724-0800. 1-866-724-0800. Check out their YouTube channel, Paranormal Contractors, for things that go bump in the night. Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett. Pursuing the truth wherever it leads. Exposing evil and corruption and the secret machinations of powerful elites. Revealing the high strangeness beneath the surface of our supposed reality. Coming to you from his studio beneath the stairs, here's Richard Serrett. Welcome to your Monday and happy Hanukkah. Wishing you peace, joy, and love this Hanukkah and beyond, and may God bless you as you celebrate the Festival of Lights. The infamous Illuminati Secret Society represents the pinnacle of power in politics, banking, and the news media. But what about the entertainment industry? Do Hollywood's elite studios, producers, and celebrities have a secret agenda? Are they part of a covert conspiracy? My guest on this episode of Conspiracy Unlimited says yes, and she's had first-hand experience. She's here to warn us about the Illuminati's powerful influence in Hollywood. Born with psychic mediumship abilities since birth, by the age of four, Sloan Bella learned to articulate nightly visits by otherworldly beings, aliens, and the spirits of those people who had crossed over. These communications went on throughout her childhood. This was how she began to develop her ability to act as a conduit and to speak of the different frequencies that exist around us. Astrology was introduced to Sloan via a charm necklace from a cousin in England, and by age seven, her lifelong passion for astrology began. 
By 17, Sloan was established as a professional psychic medium while deeply entrenched in the street music vibe, while reading for everyone from Gregory Hines to Don Adams, as well as a large clientele which included street kids and runaways, teachers and musicians, businessmen, actors, strippers, congressmen, housewives, athletes, and anyone who needed help. Sloan's abilities at one point were even sought after by the head of a major crime family. Sloan was always connected to the other side, and one of the most unusual connections was her mediumship communication with the late Jimi Hendrix, who guided her and aided her work on the streets of Toronto and Hollywood as a street psychic with intuitive guidance to runaway and sexually exploited children. To this day, Sloan is still reading for people from every walk of life and for rock and roll Hall of Fame musicians who have relied on her medical intuitiveness, along with intuitive guidance in every area of their lives. Sloan is a published author and former newspaper stringer writer on metaphysics. Sloan Bellow, welcome back to Conspiracy Unlimited. How are you? I'm so good, Richard, and super excited to be back. Your show is one of my favorite, and I just, it's such a treat to do it. Oh, and how was your Thanksgiving? Amazing. We Well, you know, I ate too much, so I'll be running a lot in the next month before Christmas comes. But yes, it was really good. Thank you. Well, after tonight's episode, we all might be on the run. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, I received an email from your publicist saying Sloan wants to talk about the Illuminati in Hollywood. And of course, you know, I love to talk about the Illuminati and particularly in conjunction with Hollywood, uh, this you know this myth-making factory out there in the left le- left coast where you reside. Um, yes. So I, yes. So what does uh, what yeah. does what does the Illuminati mean to you when you think of the Illuminati? What do you think of? Well, I, I'll just preface it a bit by saying when I was a teenager and younger and growing up, I just thought it was people who had all the power in the world. So I never really looked into it past that. If you will, you know, the stories of the Illuminati, uh, the royal family, the people that are billionaires, the actors, you know, successful people. And I never gave it much thought till I moved to Hollywood and I started to have some of these people come as clients, come around me and that kind of thing. And I know it to be quite different now. And the way that I know it now, it is actually very scary. And it's interesting how you said in the beginning, we'll all be on the run after this, because that's how I look at it now. I try to avoid it in a lot of ways, because the way that I see it is, it is the play of good and evil on the earth, as we know it sort of in biblical times, but it goes on in modern day on the earth in front of us. There is kind of a spiritual war that goes on between us as human beings and the Illuminati that keeps coming back into positions of power through what they do while they're in the world in the world to gain more power. So if they're actually a frightening bunch, they will do whatever it takes to try to dominate and control the world. And what is the biggest thing that controls the world but media? television, music, radio, not your radio, but other people's radio, um, they subversively manipulate us to think in certain ways to control us as mass groups of people. Just go back to the beginning of MTV, because you probably remember that. Oh, yes. I was growing up, yeah, I, in the eight, I think it was in the 80s. I'm not quite sure of the time, but I want to say like 84. I might, It might have been 81, actually. But sometime in the 80s, it started coming out, MTV, this new station, this rebellious station, all the teenagers are going to like it. 
But if you go right back to their original logo, they're actually using the serpent, the apple, Adam and Eve as their reference, basically saying dark versus light, good versus evil. So they subjectively influence us. And who gets influenced by somebody like MTV, but teenagers, young people, right? So um, you and I, maybe not so much because our tastes are more developed at this point, meaning we know what we like. So we go to the music directly. But this is how they come out in the world. And they're trying to influence us as a group of people. And it even gets worse. Like in Hollywood, it's actually really weird because I call it reverse world now. So the Illuminati takes part in things and basically, what's the word when they uh, uh, subversively to our subconscious adds things to everything they do so that we begin to believe things that aren't real and we think things that are real aren't so it's reverse world like so subliminal seen, subliminal advertising subliminal messages yes yeah, sorry i couldn't think of it i'm like you know undercurrent yes yeah, subliminal um but <laughs> i was trying to remember that word but what happens is we begin to not know the reality i mean that's actually what's happening in our society so it's a lot scarier than you think and here's something that i've learned and i saw it firsthand and i'm not sure if you want me to go into this right now but i, I will until you saw me i was at a function for a very very famous musician very very famous um person a family event and i was with a close circle of maybe 70 people at this event at at a venue private in a, in a place call it a restaurant, call it a bar, whatever, but it wasn't actually that. It was a, a place where you have an event show up for the people. They buy out all the seats and you're in there privately. While I was in there, I realized these people are extremely wealthy to the point of having billions of dollars. They're just a conglomeration, kind of like the Kardashians, but it wasn't them. And I was in there and I began to get messages because psychically and as a medium, I started to pick up in the room how they acquired that kind of power because there are people that are more talented or just as talented if you want to word it that way and i realized there's rituals going on and it actually freaked me out in the middle of this venue that there were satanic type rituals or black magic if you will however you want to word that that had gone on to get these people to where they were. And suddenly I was able to see through on a psychic level what I was actually surrounded by. Not everybody, but I started to be able to pick it up. And it actually frightened me. I, I said to myself in my head, there was one other girl I was with that picked up on it as well because I saw the look of terror in her eyes halfway through this performance that we were watching. And I started to recite my grocery list in my head so that they wouldn't pick up the fact that I recognized where I was because I didn't want them to stop me. But what happened is... Wait, wait, wait let, me just, let me just stop you there for a second, Sloan. Yeah. Reciting a grocery list in your head. In other words, you were afraid that these people that arrived at their, their station in life through some satanic ritual... Uh, that yes. they could they could pick up on your thoughts? Yes, and know that I, I saw them for who they were. They revealed themselves to me, but it gets even worse than that. Okay, you remember in, on the Flintstones or wherever, they used to wear the tinfoil hats and everybody thought those people were crazy? Sure, sure, yes. <laughs> yeah. That's shorthand well, that's for conspiracy nut, yeah. 
Yeah, exactly, exactly. I could only think of the Flintstones off the top of my head, weirdly. Um, but it, because they also had, like, you know, a little alien that talked to one of their main characters. So there you go. I could go down that road, too. But what I, what the reason that you do something, you think of something benign, is so that you don't show your fear and that you're easily pliable. So I wanted to show my strength and not even acknowledge what I was seeing, just be there so that they couldn't control me one way or the other. And the only way to do that is to think of things in your day-to-day life, like I'm going to have spaghetti for dinner, I need to buy cat food, I'm going to get some shampoo, I have to take you know the grandbaby right. to school, just, just little normal day-to-day things so they don't know that you're on to them. Because what I recognized at that moment, and it has never happened to me before, I've been around these people a lot, I had my suspicions, but I never saw it. I actually saw it and realized that everything that this club was adorned with was satanic and ritual in its presence, okay? So it was put there with a purpose, and it was definitely geared towards satanic and black magic, and I did not see it when I walked in. I don't know what happened, but suddenly the room shifted for me, and I was able to actually see what everything was, and I was actually terrified, okay? Right. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Can you describe sure. the, I mean, you said yes. you, you saw the ritual in your, in your mind that these yes, people, can you, can it. you, can you describe that, that ritual? Yes, I actually saw, I saw that, okay, forgive me for sounding like a conspiracy person because I never used to believe this and I do associate it with the Illuminati now or, or bits and pieces of the Illuminati. What I saw in the room was it, it was adorned with, um, uh, you know the the hoofed goat. Uh, I forget what you call it. Baphomet. But, uh, Baphomet. Uh, Baphomet. Yes, Baphomet. Thank you. See, I'm my brain is like spazzing as I'm saying it. But yeah, I, it was it was adorned with like you know gold in inlaid hoofed baphonets around the room. I saw all kinds of ritualistic symbology, and I actually looked at a woman across the room by accident and caught her gaze and actually saw the circle that had been going on in the back room. This was not anything you could see from in the front room, but I realized that behind where we were sitting, there was a back room, like you could call it a staff room or a room where they 
take things, I guess. And they had it all. They had like the pentagram in the circle back there. Later in the night, I kind of walked by there looking for the bathroom and I was able to see part of it sticking out. But I saw it first on a psychic level and actually stupidly had to go to the back. And then I had a guard come up to me and say, you cannot go back there. And then like, you know, that really freaked me out because when I looked in the and it was a female guard, not a male guard or a security. When I looked in her eyes, I really understood what she was. She was there. And that's exactly what I was in the middle of. And they actually brought me in there to see if I would be open to it so that they knew whether I could walk into it further, which was scarier beyond belief for me. Like I can't wait to get out of there. Sounds like a scene from Stanley Kubrick's eyes wide shut. Oh, exactly. 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 But they weren't in masks at the front. They were in their, you know, normal street clothes and they were musicians. So it was the black leather, the tight jeans, you know, that kind of thing, whatever the musicians wear. And it was heavy metal. But I was like, oh, my gosh, what have I just done? And when I left there, I actually didn't say anything. I made sure not to text anywhere near there, because once you start praying to God around those people or, you know, whatever god-like deity you may pray to they're aware of it and they will step forward and taunt you that's another thing people don't know so i had to keep it like very cool like i was unaware almost like i was ignorant to the fact of what was going on but they invited you into this they invited you into this room that had the uh the pentagram on the on the ground and did they say anything to you did they say come join us or what did they say No, it was just, I was hanging out. There was a performance going on in the front of the room. So we were there to watch an event, like somebody, we'll just say somebody who was singing. And so that's what it was. But as you stay there and you're included in the circle in very sort of innocuous ways. So let's say you have, you go to lunch with these people, you, you show up at events, other public events, because you're a psychic and they're in music and then somebody else is an artist and you know, you're all kind of in the circle. But you're never at the same level as these people because you just you you're you're not right. You're right. no one, but it, it's not like you own a private jet, right? So you're you're not at that level. They know you want to be like that because why would you not want to be like that? And so they kind of bring you in, and it's just a feeling I got because I felt like they were just going to say next if I was open to it and started talking about it. Then they would say, well, why don't you come to a luncheon on? Thursday night or dinner they would word it that way but then I would be in there and it's interesting because it freaked me out so badly I will tell you about somebody I do know in my family who was invited into it though it wasn't me oddly enough it was it was one of my younger sons who was with a very famous makeup artist who passed away okay like he wasn't with him when he passed away but he was a family friend of this makeup artist, as were we all. But my son was around them because his girlfriend at the time, this was his her stepfather. Anyway, he passed away a couple of years ago. And during the wake or the service, not the service, but where everybody has, you know, food and that kind of thing. The night before the wake, my son was actually told by the people in the industry that were there, do you want to make money? You can come and do this. And they actually offered him into that circle and him and his girlfriend came in the door scared beyond belief. And that's before what happened to me happened to me. You mean they and invited him to come in? They invited him to come sell in. His soul. They actually, sell his soul. What did they, yes. what words did they use? Exactly that. 
come in, come into the initiation circle and you can sell your soul and you will have what you want. And he came home and told you this. He came running in the front door with his girlfriend. Both of them hid upstairs in the bedroom all night. Yes. Oh, dear Lord. Oh, dear Lord. And they were like, she was 19. He was 20 at the time. And he thought I made it up. I had never run into it that overtly as my son had right off the bat. And I'd always told him about it. And what he learned that night through his own observation and talking to people is when somebody has a skill, let's say you're a musician or an actress or I don't know, maybe a surgeon, maybe, you know, a a really amazing artistic surgeon. What happens is you get known in your field, whatever whatever that field is, and you get known. And then, of course, you're going to want to go to that next level. And so they come in right before you want to go to that next level and they offer to open it up in such a way. That's how you can tell people who've gone from being known like just knowing, right? Like, uh, you know, bit actors or bit musicians or like, say, a keyboardist in a band, but not hugely famous. And then suddenly the doors open up for them and they're all over the place. That's how you know they've done that. That's what that is. And it is connected to the Illuminati. And it can happen, for example, like Nicole Kidman's father. If you Google that, um, he was a doctor. I think he was a psychiatrist. Yes. Australian, Australian, and Nicole Kidman's a fabulous actress. But didn't you ever wonder why she married Tom Cruise? Because I certainly did, because that was nuts, right? You know. You're right. No, I just, yeah, I thought (laughs) one of those, it's it's almost like in politics, it become, it's a marriage of of convenience. It's uh, it's almost like some sort of a, a, um, a union, not obviously a romantic union, but a a business deal. Yeah, like a business deal. Yes, what it is, and here's another word for it, it is a union of Illuminati. It is a union of souls that come back in with power and are initiated from childhood on. Now, Nicole Kidman's father, and this is Googleable. You can Google it. I said Googleable. You just made up a new word. That's great. I made up a new word. Yeah, that. You can Google it. And it's in legitimate papers and also crazy papers all over the Internet. So it's all over the Internet. But he was brought up on charges by a woman. And I can just recall her name is Fiona and I can't recall the last name. But she was a uh, Illuminati, okay, sex trafficked child. All right. She escaped. Apparently, they used to bring them in for rituals and, you know, sex trafficked kids, sexual abuse, all of that kind of thing, and bring them into those inner circles where they have the pentagrams, where they have the services, where they offer up and sacrifice people. She managed to escape and actually was in court with this, the cold right. father. This was Fiona and, Fiona Barnett. Yes, her. Okay, and, yeah. I knew the first name was Fiona. could not remember the last name. But anyway, she brought him up. Of course, he. we don't hear about it here, and I don't, you know, no one said anything about it. Suddenly, he goes... He's about to go to trial or court or show up on the charges. He goes to Singapore and ends up dead. Well, they're going to have to kill him because he's going to start speaking. He's not going to want to be locked up for the rest of his life. So he's going to say something. And because he let his sex slave get away, you know, the mind control that they do, because he let that child get away or he didn't control her enough, he got killed for it. But Nicole Kidman was raised in it. That's how she got where she got. It's all, they, they consider themselves to be chosen. 
So when they incarnate back in, it's an incarnation thing and they keep coming back, but it has more to do with spiritual warfare on the earth. That's what you're seeing happen now in the world. They've kind of been showing me this through meditation that we, you and I, well, you were already aware of it and I'm more aware of it, but the average person is now becoming aware, like, what are these people trying to say to us? Why are they telling us things that aren't true? So you're going to start to see a backlash now. And there's a lot of things that are happening that we can see through. That's what's happening right now. Well, we're getting, um, we're getting, you know, I've always said as horrible as the the Harvey Weinstein uh, allegations are, and I believe that, you know, that in many cases this happened and it's horrible. And of course, you know, we hear about about the casting couch and so forth. And that's what happened is simply wrong and, and so forth. But. I've always maintained that that is only, as bad as that is, the tip of the iceberg. And oh. it's really the darker, there's even a darker secret in Hollywood. Yes. And that has to do with the, the these child sex rings. And I think Pedophilia. it's- I think it's yes. rampant in Hollywood. And a few, peop, a few people have spoken out about it. Um, I think it was the actor, was it Corey Haim or Corey? Oh, Corey Haim. Yeah, yes. no, it's Corey Haim and Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman, yes. I was yes. there, you, yeah, I will tell you this, weirdly, and I'll tell you, I've been at the death of like several of these people, happened to drive by as they were wheeling his body out right off Barham. I happened to travel up and down that day. I'm sure I was there with a lot of other people traveling by. It was about two or four in the afternoon. It was in the afternoon and he was at the Oakwoods. Um, and he was being wheeled out on a stretcher and I pulled over because I had the ambulances out there and I snapped a picture of that, but I didn't know who it was. I just, I, because I'm always running up on these scenes. I was also at the scene of the, the kid on Glee who was the child that, that hung himself. Yes. Yes. Uh, I can't think of his name, but that kid, I actually happened to go down and want to hike down a different road. I never go and drove right into that scene as the coroner was getting there. Also have that picture, which is really weird. But they were all involved in the Hollywood pedophilia sex traffic ring, which is how they get into the positions of power. And Corey Feldman obviously put up with it when he was younger. Okay, like whatever. No one was protecting him and he just got abused. Right. But he's speaking out and they've tried to kill him. And it's not a joke. Like they literally have tried to kill him. He's not insane. The Glee star was Mark uh, Mark Sailing. Um, Yes. Well, he was testifying. He took a plea deal the week before and he was going into court that week. Of course, he's going to tell who it is because he's going to go from getting a 25-year sentence down to a four-year sentence, I believe, or something like that, six-year, four-year. Right. A whole heck of a lot less and then cut that in half with yeah. our California prison system. Yeah, so, he was facing he was first facing sentencing for child pornography. Uh, right. Think, right, right. And he was getting off, but he hung himself. He didn't hang himself, by the way. They have cleaners come and do that. But it sounds like we're crazy, but it's so true. You... you you absolutely, the one that I know of for a fact, absolute fact, because I know one of his victims and I know him from 22 years ago when he was a 15 year old kid, was Brian Singer. Brian Singer is another one, the guy that produced the Queen movie, which I yes. won't go and see, which I want to go see, but I can't because I can't support it. And the average person is not aware that any of those people that we see up in lights have gone through that. And it's not only that, it's the gay mafia. It's not just. It really isn't Harvey Weinstein. He's the only straight guy in Hollywood. The rest of it is the gay mafia. And Hmm. it's children that they're, that's what we call it here. Have you heard that expression too? Yes, I have. Yes. Yes. Okay. And not that that's a bad thing, but it's that the fact that they're gay men who act like the mafia, not the fact that they're gay. Um, Right, right. So meaning they're bullies and they happen to be gay. Uh, But 
it goes on that way, but they, they sacrifice and they do ritual in order to gain power. But see, here's the problem. And this, this I've learned in a, med, a trance state, if you will. Let's say you want power on the earth. Let's say you want to be a billionaire and you want to be Beyonce because she's another one. Okay. So let's say you want this to happen. And, and so they come in and they say, well, you know, just partake in this. Once you do that, and I don't think these celebrities know that their soul body, their soul body, their spirit body is actually the minute they agree to do that and they do the contract, they're out of their bodies. They're not even here to enjoy it. Something else has stepped in. We can call it a negative energy, a demonic force, a spirit that's evil, call it whatever you want. But that's who's actually running the body, not the soul. So the person who's done the deal thinking they're going to have a good life has been tricked out of their body. They they were showing me this and because I actually asked, what is the point of this? I wanted to know. Like, I can see if you want money or, you know, whatever, fame, but I can't see selling your soul. So I wanted to understand what that was about. And that's connected to the Illuminati. What happens is they are pushed right out of their body so they don't get to enjoy it. And when that person who is here on earth, who is not who is more of an who is not them anymore is the Illuminati person they reincarnate so that the dark side on earth has a puppet if you will that comes back and is reborn and they're reborn cyclically so they come back in to the same groups and the same units and they keep Mm. taking over power so it's been going on throughout time we just don't know it because we only know this one life this is the story of the one as a maintenance engineer he hears things differently To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. If you're a fan of this podcast or my weekly syndicated radio program, The Conspiracy Show, why not consider becoming a supporter? Go to patreon.com forward slash The Conspiracy Show and check out our three support tiers. The Truth Seeker tier, the Whistleblower tier, and the Star Chamber tier. Donors can receive access to an exclusive monthly Google Hangout on air or a monthly live chat with me. You can also be eligible for a monthly draw and a chance to win Conspiracy Show and Conspiracy Unlimited merch. Patreon.com forward slash The Conspiracy Show. Your support is greatly appreciated. Richard has tiny talking insects living in his sock drawer. We are bags and we are living in Richard's sock drawer. Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett. Psychic medium Sloan Bella is here discussing the Illuminati's control of Hollywood and the entertainment industry. So, I mean, you're, you must be, you're surrounded by it in Hollywood. Yes. Why, yes. why do you, why do you stay? Why am I here? Yeah. Well, Richard, you have such a good, you know, I struggle with that. Well, of course I love the sunshine. So I stay in the location because it's sunny, but I do, do have qualms about doing the work and who I do it with. So I'm extremely choosy about who I choose to work with. Now, at a certain point, if I even walk into a setting 
and I feel it, I won't. Not everybody is it. I mean, I do my day-to-day work with my clients, which is fine. If people need help and they come to me, that's fine. I have no problem. But when it comes to TV, I will... There's far a few in between I choose to do at this point. Right. Is it possible to make it in Hollywood? Make it, meaning, you know, land a TV series, land a recording contract, unless you make that deal? It's possible up to a certain level. So you might be a bit player, but they will come around. They will come around and they want to control it because they have a message that they want to get out. And that message you're going to have to do it. So if you want the kind of fame that Lady Gaga has, no. But you can work. You're just probably going to work behind the scenes. And when they come to you, you have to be prepared. Somebody, another psychic just told me that. She she was telling me that. She said, when they offer you a deal, because she was picking up something with me, she said, when they offer you a deal, you're going to have to make your choice based on that. And you're going to have to know and be very clear with what choice you're making and what you're, like, what you're doing. Right. I like, just, don't fall for it. So I just wanted to circle. I just not. wanted. I wanted to circle back to Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise for a moment because yes. I had mentioned Eyes Wide Shut. Of course, that was yes. that was Stanley Kubrick's last Kubrick. film. And there's a there's a theory out there that he that he was murdered because he was basically he out, outing it. the Illuminati. Yes. Uh, and that he just didn't die of a heart attack. He was basically he was knocked off. But then the question is, why would Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise agree to make a movie like that. Why would they be involved? Are they trying to? I mean, is is part of it that they that they they want to be so brazen and open about it? It's like here we are, and you can't do anything about it. Yes, taunt you. That's a good word. I'll use the word taunt. Yes, like look at this. You can't control us. We're going to put it in front of you. Let me give you another example. That is, if you Google this one, Google Lady Gaga and Jimmy Kimmel. Okay, so. That should come up. Lady Gaga is on Jimmy Kimmel. He's mainstream. Would you say so? I would say so. Oh, yes, He's for like sure. Main, mainstream nighttime talk show person. Yes. So that means there's teenagers watching him, my parents, me, you know, you, whatever, if we do watch it. Lady Gaga's there, and he's talking about her, how she travels to her music events or where, where venues. And she says something, and then she goes, oh, my God, I swear to Lucifer. She says it. He doesn't say one word to say, what the heck are you talking about? And he goes right around about it and asks her what she has in her fridge. She says it that brazenly. Instead of like, oh, my God, I swear to God. Like, you know how I would say that to you? I swear to God. Sure. Like, I'm telling you the truth, Richard. She says, I swear to Lucifer. Straight up. It's on the camera. It's on Jimmy Kimmel's show. Like, there's a clip. Right. And you Google it. Your audience should Google it to see what they're doing. They sneak these little things in there so that you are... You know, you are aware of it. And then the Illuminati also does, and I'm sure you know this, but the mind control, which Roseanne Barr is finally speaking about because she broke the rules now, and now they pushed her out. Roseanne was on my my weekly radio show several years ago. Oh, uh, awesome. Talking about mind mind control in Hollywood. Well, the thing is, uh, I mean, she's, she's so outspoken. And that yes. what, what they do is they portray her as crazy, of course. Oh, mm-hmm. she's crazy. Yeah. She's off her meds. And then, of course, she actually, when she got fired for uh, Roseanne after those unfortunate tweets, uh, mm-hmm. she basically says, well, I was on medication. So she's, unfortunately, she's been kind of discredited. But there is some truth there. 
And uh, she, she said, if you think about it, remember when she went bananas? Yes, um, yes. I don't know. And said her father, she had several different personalities. Remember that? That's her, right. And her, and and her, her ex-husband, Tom Arnold. Yes, her, her husband, Tom Arnold. Uh, he was going around talking about that okay, after they divorced. Crazy. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he's crazy. I was just at a couple of events with him. I was at a I was at a Dr. Drew birthday party where he was there and he was subdued at that one, but then he was at another event I was at and he was not subdued. He was either on drugs or off his rocker or he was doing a good game of it, but um I I observed him. I don't know him, but I I'm in the same area as him so I can observe the behavior right. if you will. Right. Um which is interesting. Sometimes he's subdued and quiet and does what he's told and other times he's like a you know, seriously, like someone who's gotten out of a cage and he's jumping up and down. Like, he, like he's, he's possessed. He's, yes, like he's possessed. But see, Roseanne Barr, when she was doing all of the stuff she was doing, when she was saying she had the multiple personalities, that is mind control. Sure. That yeah. is ultra mind control. Ultra Is it ultra K mind control? MK that's ultra. MK ultra. MK right. ultra. Sorry. Right. And I said it dyslexically. So well, see. and that's all right. And and that's yeah. and, and part of that is, I mean, this was developed by the, the Nazis. Uh, and mm-hmm. that's w- part of the reason, um, one theory is, that the, a lot of the Nazis after the Second World War were brought into the United States was to help uh, the, the U.S. intelligence groups develop this mind control um, system. Absolutely. And part of, that is, Absolutely. part of that is you fracture an individual's psyche you com- so that they compartmentalize, so that they have more than one personality. That way you can hide information in one personality and, and uh, that person could become, uh, they, could, they, could go, they could become a mule for intelligence so that you could give them a code word. Yeah. That would be hidden in one personality. No one else would have access to that until they go to the, they meet uh, whomever they're supposed to relay this information and then they can, they can access that with a, with a trigger word or so forth. But this fracturing of the psyche is done through oftentimes ritualistic abuse. So that's mm-hmm. where the child, that's there where the, chi- the child abuse comes in is to fracture the psyche and create, essentially cre- create these mind control robots, spies, if you will. They can be, they can be trained to be mm-hmm. assassins even. Or, or 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 anything they can go into major companies Chinese companies uh, Russian companies whatever get information right and right. come back and then give all the information and have no memory um, of it and have no memory of it it's really it's really interesting because when I look at Roseanne Barr she's take she's recanted saying that her father abused her and the multiple personalities and and all of that. But I think it was the mind control, actually. I think that's what happened. And if you look at another person that reminds me of Roseanne Barr, but she's a younger woman, is Amanda Baines that was on Nickelodeon. When she had her freak out, if you looked at her, she was saying, you know, my dad raped me. She did the same thing because I think she was fractured at that point and not falling for the mind control. So she was, you know, getting in between all of that kind of a thing and having a basically a breakdown and a split from being controlled. Right, right. So finding her way back. I felt the same way. Britney Spears. I was just going to say, that's funny. I was just going to say Britney Spears. She had a complete meltdown. She shaved her head. It was almost like she was crying out for help. And it was like, it was like she was trying to break free of something and then they pulled her back. Yeah, they got her back and now she's quiet and does what they say. We don't hear anything from her anymore. Um, and, and if you look at Heather Locklear's going through that now, but she she is more involved in different parts. She's connected 
even in different ways. Like she's having problems with what she did to get where she was actually. So that's what I pick up from her. So she's involved in it in the ritualistic sense. She has a dark side to me and that's Heather Locklear who they put on another sure. psych hold or they've held, held for another two days or two weeks or whatever it is. Um, she's another one. And Charlie Sheen clearly has a split from it and then goes back. Um, you know, he go, he's quiet. He's, um, you know, he's, uh, however you want to word that right he's quiet and then he's insane then he's quiet right right but they but they what happens is they and and this is so funny and i'm sure you know this because you're you're just extremely if you don't want to call yourself psychic we'll call you a sensitive to this world because you're in this world so sorry i'm gonna just call you that okay uh, but but what happens is what they do is they they take the energy of other people so the people on the earth, okay, that they manipulate, the Roseanne Bars, the Britney Spears, the Charlie Sheens, the children that they abuse in the ritual abuse, which may or may not be satanic. Maybe it's just Illuminati with a little bit of satanic in there, or, you know, some are one and some are the other, right? But they all go after children. And so when they do that, they're actually stealing the life force of people so that they can gain power. Look at it on a spiritual level, not just of earth, of, you know, what is tactile, what we can touch, what money, what we can observe. It's not just the material and the physical. It's on a spiritual level. They are stealing the life force. And what happens is, say somebody like, I'll use Heather Locklear, when she crosses over and the soul is out of the body already because she's already made this deal and she leaves, her soul is going to have a hard time coming back and getting in a line with a spiritual God sense, if you will, or the, or the, uh, you know, creator sense, because she so did that and stepped outside. But here's the thing. You can't make a deal to sell your soul. It's not yours to sell. So they don't even understand the premise of it. They're only thinking immediacy. Right. I don't even know how they trick them into that. Like that would be the last thing I would have the reaction. My son had when that happened and he ran, like they ran in the door. Like I've never seen two people run in, slam the door, run upstairs right. with frightened looks on their face that even somebody suggested that to them. Isn't it amazing, though, that this is the world's worst kept secret? Everybody knows about it. Everybody talks about it in hushed tones. And yet, no, uh, you know, we've had major investigations in professional sports for drug abuse and so forth. Congressional yes. congressional hearings. Uh, you would, th and yet, where is the mainstream media? Why, why isn't there a, a Department of Justice uh, investigation? Uh, they they would be shutting down Hollywood. Is this just too big for anyone to tackle? They're too evil. The word is so. If you're going to tackle it, okay. Now let's look at another one. We talked about Brian Singer. You're going to go right there to Keanu Reeves. He's a fellow Canadian, a Toronto yes, boy. Yes. Um, so we're going to go to Keanu Reeves when he was a teenager and he hooked up with David Geffen. Okay, Geffen is notorious. And actually, people disappear around Geffen. People disappear. So you're not going to do that. And he's got too much money and too much power. They get you. They do things. And here's the thing with Nicole Kidman's father jumping ship. If they want to get you, there's something they give you that just shuts your heart down. So it looks like you've had a heart attack, but you haven't had a heart attack. You've been poisoned, but they can't trace it. That's what they do. Mm. They know how to do this. It's like a poison dart or 
I, I don't know that it's that, but it's something along those lines. And they can show up where you don't even know what it is. You don't even have an idea because they have also been working with the dark side. So they have, I'll use the word demonic forces, demonic energies, entities, whatever you want to label them, Satan's people, the negative, the dark, they have them working and that's an energy thing. So when I say the list, even when I talk about it right now, they get upset. Sometimes they want me to talk about it. Sometimes they don't. They always, and keep this in mind, Richard, because you're of the light, so you can keep this in mind as well. When you, like if you pray at night or you pray for your kids or you pray for whoever, when they hear you praying for groups of people, they can pick up on that energy. This is something that goes on just in your mind and in prayer, and they will send something negative into your thinking or into your vision line to like to counterbalance your positive. So you always have to keep praying throughout your life. And I'm not a religious nut. That's not what I mean by that. But you have to keep the positive up front and center every single day to balance their negativity. That's why you and I are here and they're here. But this is going on on the earth and people don't even think it. They think it's going on up in the sky. And that's so far from the truth. It's going on right here every day. Right, right. Not no, th we are, you, that's yeah. true. Spiritual warfare is being played out. And we are the, the pawn, both the pawns and the prize in in this, exactly. this uh, sick game. That's what? exactly it. So I always go, I always say I'm under the umbrella of God. Before I go anywhere, that's what I do. So as much as you're going to do that, I'm going to show up in your face. And I notice the more you have that attitude, they put you in a position where you can recognize it, where you can see it, where you can see it being presented to you. It's very interesting. It's very, very interesting. Well, suffice to say then, uh, you're not going to be given any leading roles in a TV series. <laughs> <laughs> Most likely not, and if I do, you need to start. You need to get a priest and some holy water on me. Okay, <laughs> you need to do this. You need to fly down here. Well. And you need to say something's happened to her. I'm going to bring her back. No, I can't. I can't do it. What, but what? What's interesting for people like you and I that are not going to do that? Like that's not that I wouldn't love to be a millionaire. I would freaking love it and have success and fame and all of that. However. I also know that within the next five years, and this is predictive from what I've been picking up, that there'll be more a following of the light. And I don't, again, mean that like Catholics or Buddhists or Christians or whoever. I don't mean it quite like that. I mean, people like us who are very aware of what's going on subconsciously, and we are bringing to light the opposite effect. So there's going to be a swing back the other way. And that's when I think actually... Hollywood may start to crumble. So I think you're going to start seeing other alternative ways and Hollywood not being heard to the same level. It's starting now, though. It's rebelling now. It's happening yes. now. Yes. Well, witness, for example, the recent success of a, a, of a number of uh, Christian-themed movies. Uh, and this is, yes. this is driving Hollywood nuts. Um, oh, they so hate that, it, don't that, they? Yes, they do. This might be the beginning. Well... Uh, listen, I five say, years is what I'm seeing. Five years. Okay. Well, that's that's good news. Uh, well, I say this in all seriousness. You have to be careful, uh, Sloan, because you're right there in this viper's nest. Viper's and, den. Yeah, and you're speaking out against it. So be very, very, very careful. You're the second person. I was told this yesterday by a former Paramount executive who's in her 70s, and she said the same thing to me. 
said it yesterday. Well, she's there a you former, go. you know. Right, yeah, right. She got it, out. So you're right she, on. she got out alive. She got out. She did get out, and she left on purpose. Yes, exactly. Well, exactly. So, so interesting. All right. Again, be careful, and uh, and thank you for this, Sloan. Yeah, I'm glad to talk to you. On a positive note, we will have positive, happy things happening because we are happy, positive people. Oh, let's uh, let's plug your your new YouTube channel. Oh yeah, it's got not very many people because I just started it. Well, let's see if we can change all that. Things. Yes, thank you so much. Yes, it's Sloan Bella on YouTube. Um, just my name on YouTube, and I talk all things astrology and beautiful crystals that help raise our vibration and our energy. I'm so into the crystals. In fact, before I talk to you, I just came home with a new batch. So I was just actually picking out new crystals for the Christmas season um, to give people and, you know, all of that kind of thing. But the whole YouTube channels on astrology and I do weekly updates on what's happening in the skies. So you will know your sign in the next week, what will happen. So I do that every Sunday. All right. That's Sloan Bella, S-L-O-A-N, Bella, B-E-L-L-A on YouTube. Yes. Thank you. Talk again soon. Thanks, Richard. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Okay, before I dim the lights in my little studio beneath the stairs, I'm going to let you in on what's coming up next on Conspiracy Unlimited. This segment, sponsored by The Horrible Movie Podcast, available at iTunes and thehorriblemoviepodcast.com. Remember, just because it's from Hollywood doesn't mean it isn't horrible. Next time on Conspiracy Unlimited, author-researcher Pepper Chomsky goes deep into the assassination of John Lennon. Until then, I'm Richard Serrett. So long for now. A new Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett drops every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at ConspiracyUnlimitedPodcast.com. Blow your mind. That is all for now. Oh, and remember to share and give a five-star review because we have huge egos and need love. We're like cats. We need... We need constant petting. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.